I wonder if anyone went Christmas shopping yesterday. Anyone went Christmas shopping yesterday? Yeah, a few weary hands. Mad people. Apparently yesterday was called panic Saturday. Panic buying, apparently. There was one bit of a panic when our um, Sainsbury's delivery arrived and there was no turkey in it. But other than that, we didn't panic. In fact, we were as calm as anything. Apparently, £1.2 billion (coughs) was spent yesterday. Oh, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of pocket money. I wonder, is there anyone here that has got something for somebody else that they're really looking forward to seeing their faces when they open it on Christmas Day? Excellent. When Steve has got one, and there's one from Deb there. A couple. Oh yeah, there's some here. There's some here. I have to say, we've got something that I'm looking forward to. Yeah, absolutely. So there's a few people here that are actually really excited about a gift that they have bought for somebody, and that's fantastic. Can anyone remember something that they bought last year, or that they got last year for Christmas? Anyone remember what you got for Christmas last year? Joshua, what did you get for Christmas last year? A big Star Wars Lego ship. Did it take ages to build? And did, did Dad help you? Fantastic. And did Dad enjoy building it with you? I bet he did. Excellent. Nice one, Robbie and Joshua. Can anyone else remember something that they got for Christmas? Last year, Sue. Oh, I say, season tickets for the local theatre, that's very cultured, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Tina, Bevan gave you a camera. That is impressive. That is impressive. Nice one, Bevan. Very good. Do you know, I had to really scratch my head when it came to it, when I sat down and thought, what was it I I had for Christmas last year? Thankfully I did remember, but it it, it took a while. It took a while, and and it's funny, isn't it? It can all seem massively important, but then it can kind of just peter into everything else. See, all those things are lovely, and I love Christmas, but it's not quite what Christmas is about said at the beginning, in a nutshell, Christmas is all about God showing up. God showed up. I don't know if you remember the video at the beginning, where there's a young woman who was a part of one of a number of Advent reflections that I've been looking at this, this last few days. And uh, I've, been, I've loved them. And if, if you want to know how to find them, then uh, I can easily tell you that. But they're just really great, thought-provoking, three or four minutes each morning. Just a little video that makes you think. But the young woman was saying, we've forgotten what we are worth. And that song, long lay the world in sin and error pining until he appeared and the soul felt its worth. 
See, God tells us that we are worth more than £1.2 billion pounds spent on prezies. We are worth the creator of the universe coming down from heaven, losing all dignity as a baby to die for us. Let me read a little tiny bit from, from a letter that was written to some people in a place called Philippi. It says this, When the time came, Jesus set aside the privileges of being God and took on the status of a slave. He became human. Having become human, he stayed human. It was an incredibly humbling process. He didn't claim special privileges. Instead, he lived a selfless, obedient life. And then died a selfless, obedient death. I love carol services. I love candlelit carol services. The fact that you're here probably means that you quite like them as well. But they're a bit odd when you stop and think about it. They're a wee bit odd. Apparently I heard that they came about, about, when was it? Let me just read. 1880. They come from the southwest, apparently. Wee. And the idea was, some vicar in Truro had the idea, I'm going to hold a candlelit carol service at 10 o'clock on Christmas Eve so that everybody arrives at midnight mass a little bit less drunk. (laughs) (laughs) And people kind of caught on to it and liked the idea. And what do we do? We, We sing songs about the story of Jesus. We read about the story of the birth of Jesus. remarkable birth in unremarkable surroundings yeah just think about it a minute how many other birthdays do we celebrate by going through all the details of the birth and the time running up to the birth let's see who's had the most recent birthday who's had Zach you got a birthday on Wednesday whoa Wednesday is Zach's birthday did you have a good party yesterday Yeah, great job. Did Dad swim? Fantastic. Excellent. That's good. Zach's birthday is on Wednesday. I'm not sure, Zach, though, that Mum and Dad and you and Grace and George will sit there and hear the story of the moment when when Ben and Debs realised that they were expecting this fabulous young man. And they go through the whole process of that story and then where he was born, and all that went on. It doesn't normally happen like that, does it? We don't tend to retell the story year after year. And if we did, I think our children might go, oh, Dad, so embarrassing. So why do we do it at carol services? Why do we recount Jesus' birth? I hadn't planned to do this, but why do we do it? 
and Planter kind of ask for, for answers. Why do we recount Jesus' birth? I regret this, but hey, any ideas? It's unique. Special, Pete. What were you going to say, Bevan? I thought you had your, 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 your antenna was going up like that. No? Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Debs? To show how it, it, it fulfills the prophecy that, that all the stuff that was told about Jesus in the Old Testament part of the Bible came true. Absolutely. It is a great story. And it's an amazing story. But actually it's a story about God showing up. The story of God showing up because he saw the mess of his world. Some of which we saw in that news video. And he got involved. And he desperately wants us to recognise that he's shown up. See, I've heard it said that if our greatest need had been for information, they know God would have sent an educator. If our greatest need had been for technology, then God would have sent us a scientist. If our greatest need had been for money, God would have sent us an economist or a bank manager. If our greatest need had been for pleasure, then he'd have sent us an entertainer. But our greatest need is forgiveness. So God sent us a saviour. And in a nutshell, that is what Christmas is all about. The baby in a manger is a fantastic place to start. But it is just a start. God showed up to meet our greatest needs. Forgiveness. Relationship with him. We mess up so much. Maybe not on the grand scale of some of the stuff we saw in that video, some of the things we see in the newspaper. But we still turn our backs on God. We need to respond. We need to ask his help, his forgiveness. And it's on offer. It's freely given. Freely given. For us to become more truly human. More the people that he created us to be. And we just need to follow him. That's not easy, saying just need to follow him. Yes, it's challenging. Sometimes it swims against the tide because there is so much that is kind of accepted in our world that that actually breaks God's heart. And sometimes we might even have to make unpopular or difficult choices. But God showed up. And we can acknowledge him this Christmas time. And each day, and I would urge you, invite you, to reflect and respond on the fact that God showed up at Christmas time.